Dating Skills Review, the central source for dating advice for men, brings you the Dating Skills Podcast. Hey there, this is Angel Donovan with another episode of Dating Skills Podcast. Today we have Yad, who works in the London scene and has been around working with many companies, and in particular, daygame.com. And uh, we just reviewed recently Day Game Blueprint from daygame.com, and we thought, thought it was outstanding. It's, it's now actually our top-ranked product on the program, so we're really glad to be talking with Yad a bit about his Day Game exploits and the Day Game Blueprint. How are you doing, Yad? Hey, mate. Thank you for hosting me all the way from London. It's fantastic. Yeah, we're a bit far away from each other today. You know, there's a lot of live footage in Day Game Blueprint. So, you know, one of the questions we have is like, how important do you think it is for guys to watch someone doing a pickup to learn these sort of skills themselves? Is is it, you know, is, is it really an essential part? And, and that's why you have so much infield footage. What are your ideas on yeah. that? Um, I, I think, I think, you know, show and prove basically is, and seeing is believing is, you know, the, these are, these are sayings that have, uh, sort of been handed down generation to generation for a reason, you know, and seeing is believing, you know, I think that you could read a lot, you could, and these things are things to do with the way our mind works in terms of evolution. So if, I mean, reading is relatively new, like, um, giving someone information in terms of evolution, it has less impact uh, on your brain, on your uh, the part of the brain that you know spurs you into action than mm. perhaps the you know um, the the visual aspects of uh, of life. So when when you see something, you're immediately like there's no question about it. You know you don't you don't doubt it. You're you're immediately galvanized by it, um, especially when it's something as inspirational as seeing a guy who just walking around, um, you know, on his own watch during the day, uh, and you know th- there's there's a there's an amazing girl walking past him and not not one guy in this world hasn't been in that situation and sure we all look back and you know have a have a gander at what's going on but it's it's seeing that guy who makes that move and makes that connection and you can clearly see the girl's bold over and what one one amazingly refreshing thing about day game is you know the way we do it certainly in london is um it's it's very easy going you know it's very like there's no you know slimy like tricks or anything it's just up front it's just in your in her face um in a really refreshing manner and the girls just take to it like duck to water because they know what's going on they know the idea it's funny how girls are always ready um uh, in, in terms of receiving men, in terms of uh, knowing that they're being picked up and stuff like that. Mm. So yeah, once once I think a, a guy sees that visually, I think the, you know that whole adage about a picture is a thousand words. You know, all all that stuff is is very relevant to this question. I think. Right, and then uh, I guess well, talk talk a little bit. Uh, you do a lot of coaching in London as well, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I do, and all over the world, actually. Okay. Um, okay. So, so I, one of the things I was thinking is like when when guys are, co- are being coached, um, do you do a lot of demonstrations? Do you tend to do a lot of demonstrations? What kind of ratio do, do you do you normally do in your coaching sessions? Hundred percent. I think um, what I tend to go for is fifty fifty because. Mm-hmm. Um, and at first, certainly at first, I take the guys in with me. So, because mm-hmm. I've found nothing, I, I've been teaching for almost four years now, mm-hmm. and I found nothing to be more, more impactful than having a guy stand next to me mm-hmm. and me spewing out what I spew out normally in mm-hmm. front of him with a girl there. And it doesn't even matter how it goes. It doesn't matter what the, what the end result is. It's 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 the vibe. It's it's the fact that it's washing over him. Here's a guy who's been doing this on the streets of London and all over the world for seven years, mm-hmm. 
and it's 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 similar to any other activity if if i wanted to learn tennis i'd want to go and play with a guy who's you know been around the world and, and and just watching him and just living with him and taking over it's like this i really believe in this process called osmosis mm -hmm. you know when when you just naturally sort of feed off each other right, right, and right. i yeah and, and 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 my teaching is so much more effective uh, when I cut down my words and I am just in there, in the thick of it, with him there beside mm. me and he feels how easy it is. Because a lot of them just can't believe how easy it is. Um, so when they get this sense that, oh yeah, just goes up to her and has a bit of banter and all of a sudden she wants to, you know, talk and she opens up and she's joking around and she's coming out of her shell right. because, you know, you're out of your shell and I genuinely believe your vibe as a man controls the vibe. So I think once the guy feels that, how strong and beautiful this, this thing can be, I think he's forever changed. I can't, I don't have to say any more mm -hmm. after mm -hmm. that, you know. Yes, you're, you're breaking his, you know, basically his frames of reality or what is possible. Exactly, and which you can't do with explanations mm -hmm. and words and, uh, oh no, you know, you should have done this, you should have done that. To him, it makes no sense. He's never done it before. Mm -hmm. So when you, when I give them that point of reference, um, to begin with, um, and then, the, you know, the, the latter stages of the teaching become a doddle, you know, because it's, they just, they believe it now. So they'll, you know, they'll carry that in the set with them, that mentality. Yeah, I guess, I guess the thing I was thinking about also is that when, when the guys, if, if they're approaching themselves, they're so nervous that they're not paying attention to what's going on. So in a way, watching, watching you takes that pressure off and they can actually see what's going on in a lot more detail, maybe. Yeah, and uh, it's almost subconscious as well, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, they see and feel everything. And it just goes in. It goes into your head somehow. And I think that's, what's, um, that's what makes the vital difference, you know. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, London's a big town. Uh, for, for guys who maybe live in smaller cities or towns where there isn't a huge amount of women they can practice on, how would you recommend they approach day game if they are going to see a lot of the same women all the time and become known as that guy who is always trying to pick up women on the street? Yeah, I suppose, you know, in, in London it's almost too much. Um, mm. London's very unique. We're, we're like the New York of Europe, I suppose. I think that's a good analogy because we have all these people from all over Europe that want to go to London and live there and study and make a future for themselves. Mm -hmm. um, and what happens is um, it, it becomes a little bit too much sometimes, like especially where I started off, where I cut my teeth, where... And then subsequently, all the other guys, all the other day gamers in London now cut their teeth. Is you know this part of London where it's so crazy, and a lot of the girls now. I mean, I was teaching yesterday, mm -hmm. and I I approached a model um, who was I I would think you know uh, especially in my early days perhaps unapproachable because I'd be too bowled over. Yeah, yeah. But I was checked. It was, it was this Dutch model. She just arrived like a few days ago, and she was doing a few castings here in London. And I, I thought, well, you know, that's a, that's a safe target for me because I don't think that the people who are out there practicing would approach her. That you know, they'd normally go for the girls who are perhaps they consider to be available. Right, right. So, so I, I and and it took me by such a surprise. She goes, "What is this? Is this a British thing?" Where she had this American accent. So she goes, "Is this a British thing?" Where like I had I've had this like five times in like wow. ten minutes. That's that's and crazy. So, where, where where was it? Was it Covent Garden? It was around not far, like five minutes down from Covent Garden towards Tottenham Court Road area. Yeah, I have to I have to admit, last time I was in Covent Garden, I was just watching them, and there were you know there was these guys all over the place, and I thought it was a bit too much. Yeah, yeah, my results now actually have. Uh, well, they shoot up whenever I travel. Mm -hmm. So if I go to, uh, so I'll give you an example, uh, I've been to say Munich, yeah. uh, which is about three million, I think, three million people in Germany. Mm -hmm. Now, 
That, by the way, the girls are amazing in Munich. You've, if any students out there listening or anyone listening to this podcast now, you've got to check out Munich. It's one of the most amazing cities. Um, and German, I, I don't know, but most guys I'm into German, I love German girls, especially from Munich. It's like the Paris of, you know, Germany. They're very well dressed mm. and they look very good. And now that I found to be the perfect balance, like a two million, three million city where things aren't very hectic, life mm -hmm. is still a little bit nice and easy, mm -hmm. um, but there's still there, there's this spark to, to, to the city. So somewhere like that, my results just shoot up, because firstly, you know, it's not as crazy as London, where everyone's in a rush, everyone's, you know, um, falling headlong into their work, or whatever it is, the, the, the meeting they have to go to, and there isn't, you know, pickup artists everywhere doing it you know so somewhere like somewhere like i would say yeah so uh, well, I, going back to your question i perhaps just seek out a place i think most countries would have mm. a place like that you know two million three million people where that is perfect i would say in terms of day game all right right i mean i guess i guess if they have this situation maybe they they want to be a bit more careful i mean if, if they're living in a small really small town uh say a few hundred thousand maybe maybe they want to um Spread their, spread themselves around a bit you know, to the to towns nearby. And... I, I wouldn't do it there. You know, like I grew up in a corner of uh, London called Tottenham, and that's I, l l if we take it because London's so huge, mm. we could say, okay, that's my little town in in North London. I would never do it there because, firstly, like you said, you know, you're going to bump into the same people and stuff like that. Now, when I say I would never do it there, I mean practice. I would never practice there. Right, right. So, so I would recommend you go to a city that you have no sort of attachments to. You can just roam around, practice, have a bit of a laugh with um, everyone there, and you know, safe in the knowledge that you can go back to your hometown. And you know, mm. if you come from such a small town, I think it's best not to, you know. And you can't be too experimental, you know, because you're always thinking, "I'm going to see these people again." Right. So. Yeah, it kind of stymies your teaching, uh, your learning, I suppose. Um, so yeah, I, I would highly recommend that you that they immigrate to just for practice, for the, for the whole day. You know, take a train out to that town for the whole day, mm -hmm. and um, and just just you know start from there. Yeah, really. it'll it'll be a lot easier on them as well because they won't they won't be so nervous because they're going to be really nervous if they think it's going to have a big social impact. Yeah. Yeah. So a topic that wasn't really touched on in, in Day Game Blueprint is uh, fashion. Is it even important during the daytime? Do you find that guys do better when they dress up? Or do you think this makes the girls more guarded because it looks as if the guy's gone out with the intention of trying to pick up or something? Or what are your thoughts on that? Um, yeah, I think you can't look too dapper. Now, if you're a French bloke in Paris... yeah. Maybe you can get away with looking dapper, but certainly if you're in America, uh, f firstly, no diss, but the guys in America, they're not, you know, they're not exactly like everyone I'm talking about. They're not very, <laughs> apart from some quarters of New York, perhaps, they're not, they're not ultra, ultra into their fashion, let's say. Mm. Um, but, you know, you, you get guys who, um, I, I think, I think it, they go too far the other way where, they're dressed a little bit too tardy, perhaps. And certainly in my early days, I used to walk around with, you know, glaringly Nike trainers just because it was comfortable. And I, ha I was walking around for 10, 11, 12 hours sometimes, you know, roaming around London. And um, so that perhaps helped. But I think uh, I was always conscious that things matched. And just, I think, looking mm. decent. I think that's the word, looking decent. Um, just showing a few bits here and there that you care um, is is important, but at the same time, as I said, you don't want to look too dabber to the point where she clearly can tell you've come out to do this. Um, right. I, I, and funnily enough, some of my best sets have been when I go jogging around, um, I don't know <laughs> if you know Hyde Park, Regent's Park area. Totally, totally. So, I, so I go around, you know, jogging around these parks and you know, there's a, there's a hot girl there most of the time, you know, who's just a tourist, um, checking out London. And 
I just I just go up to it in my slacks. But obviously it's it's in the context of oh I I tell her I've just been jogging. I live around the corner. I'm gonna you know it obviously comes up in the conversation. But that that has always gone well. Funnily enough, I've got ideas about that because whenever I come out of the gym and you know I'm sweaty, yeah. I'm nasty, and you know guaranteed you I'll be walking along and some girls will start noticing me and I'll walk up and it'll. You know, it's just it's just kind of that special moment. I think it's something to do with the testosterone boost around like exercise or something like that as well. Um, yes, because yes. they don't notice the clothes at all or the fact that you're all sweaty and nasty. No. It, like you said, you're high on that feeling, aren't you, as well? Yeah. Um at the same time, you know, you're you're feeling you're you're feeling like great and stuff inside and like you said, um it really doesn't doesn't matter like then what what she, the girls aren't very visual, that's the thing. They're just not very visual beings. They are visual to a certain extent, but just not like us. And uh, what happens is a lot of men who lack uh, perhaps empathy skills, mm -hmm. what they do is they project their views on life on women. Mm -hmm. and, and they sort of go the way of, oh, well, you know, I'm not good looking enough or stuff like that. And if anyone's a testament to, you know, being not, not being good looking enough and doing getting away with girls who are perhaps well out of my league it's me um here in london i, I mean it's, it's only because i've developed this feeling that like you said is that post gym feeling of euphoria and and it's constantly there with day game um day game is kind of like the a gym for a social gym um because you're you're going out there, your your tongue's wagging, your brain's like on full pelt, yeah. you're talking to people. And say say by the end of like two, three hours, if you're if you're constantly doing that, then you're feeling high, you're feeling great. Especially if you've had a few days at work where you're on your laptop and you've not had a chance to communicate with people. And and what's great about day game, these um Ultimately, perhaps when you first warm up, it doesn't have to be exactly people you, you want to talk to, but ultimately it's people who you choose. And now, like when I go out to London, I, I literally don't speak to, or when I go out onto the streets anywhere, I, I, I'm, I'm in such an amazing place where I choose the sort of people I have in my life. You know, and right. all that is such a rush and it just snowballs and snowballs and snowballs. So I have a good week. And then I have a, obviously that snowballs to the next week and, you know, things just snowball, vibe just snowballs. And, um, yeah, like you said, it's that same, same exhilaration. And I think going back to the question of, you know, how to dress and stuff. Yeah. As, as, I just, as long as you're appropriately dressed, whether you're going to the gym or you're going out to have a little wander, but you're nicely dressed, you pay a bit of attention, mm -hmm. um, and and you don't stink to high heavens, then I think I think you're well in with a shot, you know. That's great. That's great. Good round up there. Well, like because you're meeting a woman when she is alone and none of her friends can see her, do you think this lets most girls be more sexually adventurous, as there are fewer social consequences? As that like in Alex Love talks about um, this in the program a bit, um, he says a girl's number one priority is protecting her social value. Is she likely to feel there is less risk of judgment during the day as no one will find out? And do you find this is magnified even more when you or the girl are on holidays and there's no chance you'll see each other again? Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's definitely, I mean, you live in Thailand, so I guess you, you're surrounded by that vibe, aren't you? Um, to totally, and uh, yeah, you see it every day. Yeah, and it's completely, you know, that high of going away and, having this anonymity especially if someone's grown up around um an area where you know most people know them and stuff yeah but at the same time we've got to remember that these girls are also thinking of their social group in the long term so when we're going up to a girl and when we're giving an account of ourselves she's thinking can i introduce this guy to my peer group mm -hmm. you see there's that thought as well so, you know, that when, when those thoughts are going, sure, if you get her on a date and she might go further than usual, mm -hmm. but at the same time, I think there's always the judgment of, because she wants to go home and tell her girlfriends about you. Mm -hmm. um, and 
the times that it's gone well, I can tell that a girl would introduce me to a social group. It's never gone well, and she doesn't want to introduce me to a social group. Um, the fact that she likes me, she's excited about all these adventures we're going to have together, including the ones that we might have with her friends. So perhaps, yeah, on the, maybe on the first or second date, that might help in terms of her being a little bit like, oh, go on, then let's go and do this. Or she might want to go further than she usually does. Mm -hmm. But I think ultimately she is thinking about, can I introduce this guy to my friends? Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Look, you used the word adventure a couple of times, and when, when I got into this you know, t 10 years ago, the, the only reason I really got into it was because I read about some guy in Japan, and he was having some adventures because he was you know, going around during the day, and he was meeting people, and he would have these fantastic stories. And I just thought, wow, this is, this is something you know, exciting, adventurous, and I, at the time I needed some more of that in my life. Um, so, you know... I don't know if you want to recount a, a couple of stories or something, but you know, during a day game, I think it's it, it can be a lot more, you know, a lot more adventurous and interesting and exciting for the women as well, because often it's not something that's happened to them, especially when you uh, instigate them, right? And so, you know, one second she's going somewhere in the street, the next second, you know, you're both going off somewhere else, and you know, and and the rest of the day is all uh, completely something that she would have never thought would happen, right? So you just grab her out of her reality. Uh, so is, is, it, is adventure something that you, you've been really interested in about this? And do you think that's something that the, the girls really enjoy about, about the day game aspect versus meeting some guy in a club? Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, that word is so crucial. I mean, I mean crucial all throughout, literally from 0, 0.00 to the end of your relationship. That word is so adventurous and spontane spontaneous. Perhaps mm -hmm. these are key, key words, key, key words. If you don't have this about your vibe, and it's hard to, I know it sounds a bit vague and stuff to, to say that, but I'm talking, we all know kind of what we mean. This sense of like, I want to try something different. You know, or say if you've never had sushi before, the day you just go, oh, sod it, you know, I'll just go and uh, try sushi. I'll just eat a bit of raw fish for the first time. Who cares? Um, is that kind of day, you know, where you just feel like you just want to do something new, dip, dip your toe in a in a new thing, and you know, that's those are the days where all my interactions go really well. Funnily enough, right? I guess you found like uh, I'll give you an example here. Is like when you're traveling, right? There's this added yeah. vibe you have yourself. You're like you're on an adventure. You don't know where you are. You know, don't know much about it. I always found that that always went much better for me. How about you? Yeah, hundred percent. Because we're we're immediately in that vibe, I suppose. I mean, it's much harder to come out of the office and immediately get into that vibe. That's why you got to find your own path sometimes into good mm -hmm. day game. So, so for some people, they've got to hit the gym. I've got a mate who just can't do day game without hitting the gym first. Mm -hmm. But that works for him, right? And that's who, who am I to say that that's that's an amazing option to have to hit the gym for an hour, feel all these amazing testosterone. Um, and endorphins running through your body and and that gives you a sense of adventure in itself and it just gets you ready to hit the streets um, so that kind of thing if you can just find whatever works for you whatever get, it might be playing a computer game it might be listening to your favorite album um, whatever it is get yourself in that mood but you know the best thing I've found is going up and just making people's day so when you go up to a girl or when you go up to um, at even even like uh, a couple or whatever mm -hmm. it is to give an extreme example, yeah. just say, hey guys, I just noticed you, you guys make an amazing couple, have an amazing day. Um, go up to a couple of old women, just say, guys, I just love your style. I had to say that. This You guys remind me of like Sex and the City characters. Yeah. This is great. Um, stuff like that, it just gets you, it just like, and you leave, you know, it, it doesn't, there has, doesn't have to be any attachment to it. And, um, you know, doing doing stuff like that certainly you won't believe the change from from going to perhaps coming out of the office and feeling a little bit, um, you know, down in the mouth, to um, you know, taking it to another level where you're completely being social and uh, high on life, you know, and that can happen within an hour or two. It's a remarkable change that can happen, and you know those those you know those um, 
things we were talking about being adventurous and spontaneous is what gets gets girls going get the 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 opposite of that predictability uh you know just uh, perhaps just monotony all these things girls just like shrivel up at um and I've I've gotten away with insane things, just wrapping it around adventure. And even my conversations when I'm in set, it's, there's always a tinge of adventurous and mm-hmm. spontane- spontaneousness to it. So I'll be like, the questions I'd ask at first in the first half an hour and stuff would never be stayed and monotonous, perhaps. It would always be like, oh, so what's your favorite food? Um, oh, what's, what's, what, what, where have you traveled? Those sort of questions, for example, talk about spontaneous stuff and that kind of leads it to a spontaneous atmosphere between you. And yeah, so that those things are so crucial, man. Yeah, yeah, I, t- I totally agree with you. And you've given a lot of good examples there. So I think everyone on the podcast should you know, have a very good idea of what you're talking about there. So this one's a bit more personal. Uh, you've often talked about how when you first got started with this, you were overweight, and you had bad yeah. acne and and you yeah. know, so on. How much of a difference did you notice in a girl's initial reaction to you when you got yourself in better shape and improved your appearance? How much of that do you think is simply because you look better versus you now feeling better about yourself and giving off a more positive energy? Ah, uh, okay. Well, firstly, you know, when I first started out, it was um, there was no such thing as day game in London. So I was like this, this, this. A kid who's just graduated from university, and uh, you know, I don't know if it's the same in the rest of the world, but in England, when you graduate from university, you kind of lose all the people that you've hung out with for three years. Everyone's kind of going their own direction now. Everyone's looking for jobs. A lot of them move back to their home counties, and they're living with their parents for a while till they can get their onto their own feet and use their education. So. I was in that moment where I was a bit depressed. I'd lost all my social life and uh, it was a year of just being a little bit like, uh, what am I doing? My, my grades weren't that good. I didn't want to do what I studied and that kind of thing. So I was really depressed actually. And it was beautiful when the game came along. It gave my life a bit of a bit of a purpose, you know. But when I, the reason I'd never got, had acne, funnily enough, but mm. the reason I got acne was in the first year or two, it was so stressful. I found out it was all stress related. Um, and it was so stressful doing it because, as I said, you know, now there's so much on day game out there. But I'm talking about two th- late 2005, 2006, that kind of era when day game wasn't really a thing, you know, as it is now. And you know, I was so like just fumbling around for ways to sort of come up with techniques and stuff and not getting anywhere most days. And uh, it was so stressful to the point where I developed really bad acne. But what I remember, and I was overweight and obviously I'd, I'd eat as well because I was depressed. So I was, I was very much overweight. Um, and I just didn't have a cool lifestyle like I do now. I was living with my parents. I just graduated. I didn't have much life experience. You know, now, now I'm, I'm a, I'm a much wiser man, shall we say. But, um, so w- when I was going around the streets of London, um, I was feeling a little bit like this and that, sure. But there were days where I would just have, like I said, you know, that high I was talking about yeah. uh, after two, three hours out, and I'd get this high, this shot of, like, endorphins in my brain. And funnily enough, I can't say much has changed, right, in terms of how I feel inside. Mm-hmm. So there might be a minute 1% uh, in terms of how I looked then, because I always kind of dressed okay. Mm-hmm. I always paid a, a bit of attention. I, I do pay attention a lot more now, but what I'm saying is essentially... Uh, I still remember there was one day where I had such um, such a bad, horrible spot, like on my um, on my lower jaw, that I grew a beard <laughs> to um, to sort of disguise it. And because I, I, I was, I just couldn't wait to go out. I couldn't wait for the spot blemish to go away. And it was really big. And and there's a few of them. I, I think I think I was so stressed out. I was just like doing my body a lot of damage. Um, but hopefully, apparently, coming out in spots is not a big deal. It's just your way of getting rid of a lot of um, your your body's way of getting rid of um, rubbish, basically. 
And um, so I had I, I looked absolutely terrible, but I'd not been out for a week. I kept waiting for these. Uh, so I had all this energy and I had all this like wanting to be social energy. And I still remember I had one of my best days even till now, you know, because I went out and I was completely like uncaring. I was just happy to be social, funnily enough. I wasn't expecting anything. I was looking the worst I've ever looked, I've got to say, I'd, you know, um, and it was just me, glasses, big beard, big hair, uh, spots, the rest of the bits of skin you can see. But it was just like I was just on cloud nine because I'd not been out for a week and I just I, I was I'd been reading a little bit about mm. pickup and visualizing. It's always visualizing what could happen and stuff because I got I was in the midst of it. I was so addicted to it. And you know now if I have a similar day but look the same, perhaps yeah, uh, a few more girls might stop than they did or that they, they'd give me an easier time perhaps. But I just I may I can't even imagine that because. As I said, I just feel girls aren't that visual because they get lost in your energy. When your energy is that strong, mm. they just get lost. They just get lost in it. So I just, you know, and, and now sometimes, uh, you know, I, I looked compared to that guy just based on aesthetics. <clears throat> I look so much better. But I have off days where not a single girl stops in an hour. So I could approach 10 girls and not one of them would want to stop and talk to me. Guess what? I, I'm not in the right mindset. Right. I'm thinking about something else. I'm a bit stressed out, and I'm doing it, you know, for a bit of value gaining. What's value gaining? It's kind of like, uh, okay, I need a good response from a girl to make me feel better. Uh, right, see, a better right. girl. Yeah, that it comes from that place. It doesn't come from a place of wow, I feel so great today, and I just want to like go out and have fun, you know. So you know, I'm looking. I'm looking to gain value from that girl. I'm not right, giving right. that girl any value back. Right. And yeah. we we talked about and we talked about earlier about a few ways that you can get into the right mindset. You know, the the, the things you brought up about going to the gym, one of your buddies, or where uh, you yourself you just go out and give people compliments and so on to get yourself in the right state. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think most places in the world would now have a mall, right? And then. Mm. There are all these amazingly, they hire these girls that work in malls, for example, because they're very bright and chatty. They want the sales girls with the perfumes and stuff. And you just go up to them and just like ask them, a, ask them about Britney Spears' love life or whatever. You know, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying is, it's like don't, if you're going into a gym, you don't go for the 50K weight straight away unless you're, you know, some sort of Schwarzenegger. Okay. Um, <laughs> But you go, you go, you start off with the, you start off with the lighter stuff, and you work your way up. And it's that kind of mentality you should have when you go out into day game. You just go, right, my brain just needs to kick into gear, so I'm just gonna do a bit of this, do a bit of that, have a bit of fun here, and it's always fun conversations. You know, you could do opinion openers with shop girls. You could do going up to girls, just giving them a compliment. And if you're crippled with anxiety, ask for directions. You know, you have to start off somewhere. Totally. You know? Yeah. You can make it easier for yourself, you know? You don't have to make it so hard. You can start in little steps, as you say. Just ask for directions and it, and it exactly. gets you around. Exactly. And there's, there's no set way. There's no, oh, I should be at this level. I should be doing this. There's none of that. Right, you right. Know? Because, I mean, it's basically guys doing this to themselves. It's like their ego, their pride, especially if they've been doing yeah. this for a while, a year or whatever, and they feel that, you know, maybe maybe their buddies are better than them or or that they should be better by now, or they've been reading on the forums, everyone's so good, and they, you know, they can start to feel bad about themselves. So I think this is pressure that they put on themselves, and you know, it, it's, it's, yeah. it's something bad that you know, is holding them back, really. Yes, you're so right, man. And that's what keeps a lot of normal guys from exploring this amazing thing, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of normal guys would just perhaps dismiss something like Day Game, because it'll be like, well... No, I don't need to. Uh, I don't need to go up to a girl on the street and try and chat her up. Right. Oh, really, mate? Well, you just go home and have a wank on the laptop. Is that better? <laughs> it's, uh, which you know, a lot of uh, you know, ninety, perhaps six, seven percent of men, you know, that's 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 their life, you know. True. Um. So so you know, I think I think just the fact you've got to pat yourself on the back for being setting your ego aside to the point where you're now doing this. 
And I think the hardest bit is when people do it for a year or two, then they get a little bit like the ego shoots up from all the highs they get. And you've always got to be careful of the ego, I think. Always. Totally. Especially, I mean, I think, I think one of the worst situations is, is where, you know, you got into it, you got relatively good, then you got a girlfriend, um, and then the girlfriend broke up with you for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, and now, and, and now you're kind of starting from a point where you've, lost some of the experience, some of the vibe you have, um, and then but you've got your ego, which is saying that you're better than this, and you know you should be able to do this, and and then you can get yourself in a bit of a you know a bit of a hole. Yeah, exactly, um, and because it, it it can come out of nowhere and just hinder you, I think. So you've always got to watch out for it. I mean, even now. Someone like me who's gone from, you know, this kid who just runs around the streets to a guy who's now celebrated in London as the best and stuff. And I just can't let stuff like that get into my ego, you know, because right. um, it can exactly. easily poison my ego. Mm -hmm. easily. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to poison your ego a little bit here. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of the girls you date are ridiculously hot Eastern European yeah. girls to the point that other guys who see you together probably assume you're filthy rich or have a powerful job or some other externally based reason for being with these women. Yeah. What is it really though that you think these women are most attracted to? Do you think you would have had the same success with quality girls if you were only approaching them in bars and clubs where there is more competition and they have their guard up more? Well firstly, um, going back to my point, I find it Usually what happens is hotter girls are much more receptive to day game. Mm. That is such an amazing thing to firstly discover and secondly to know and, you know, to, to tell guys about it because it's so illogical. Uh, just like there's this thing called the Yad Stop. A lot of um, stuff that I've discovered in game is quite illogical, um, certainly compared to what we've been told, you know, what we should do, i.e. get drunk, go out to a nightclub and stuff like that. Um, but in terms of like the yad stop, I don't know if guys know about this, but it's just jumping right in front of the girl and just saying hello. And it's the most effective way of doing day game now. <laughs> um, uh, everyone's doing it in London. So it, it's just, but it's so illogical. You see a guy, if, you, if I told you, right, what I do is I go up to a, I, I go, I go out onto the streets and I basically jump in front of girls and then take them for a coffee. And then, you know, um, perhaps that day or an, other day, I take them back to my bedroom. They're like, are you nuts? You just jump in front of them, what are you on about? But that's the way it works. And, and if I tell them, right, the harder the girl, the easier. They'll be like, they're just so, in, they'll be so incredulous. Um, because firstly, the reason hot girls are easier is because they're, they're, they're not firstly used to a guy speaking to them in a nice, normal, happy, go lucky way. They're just not used to that a lot. Um, secondly, they're much more well adapted socially. Um, so if a hot girl's walking around and she sees all these pictures in magazines and billboards and stuff that says, wow, you're hot, you have amazing value in society. Um, and you're, you're a powerful being, you know, uh, people are going to appreciate you and stuff like that. You're aesthetically pleasing. And obviously she has a better social life for that reason. A lot of people treat her much nicer mm. and i.e. she has a nicer outlook on life because she's more social and blah, 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 blah. No, I mean, that's not the case like 100%, but certainly I would say upwards of 90%, that's the case. And, you know, I think these girls just find it so refreshing when you're just going up to them and talking to them like a mate. You know, and um, yeah, so like, I mean, I don't exclusively, I should point out, I don't exclusively date Eastern European girls. They just happen to be some of the hottest mm -hmm. girls in London. And I was staying, I mean, a lot of your people might know um, uh, a guy called Gambler. I was staying with Gambler in uh, uh, in Moscow and in somebody, he invited me out to these countries in Eastern Europe. And when I went there, yeah, sure, the average girl does look hotter and stuff like that. But you know, as I said, one of my favorite cities is Munich, and the mentality is very different there. They're not so, you know, it's a different range of girls. But what strikes me is girls are girls. Like mm. they're all like whether whether it's a poor Russian girl who is who does perhaps like money more than the German girl, as the German girl owns her dad owns an estate in Munich, say. 
um, she, they still have all the qualities and they still want all those qualities in a man which is so universal you know the idea of a guy who is uh, an alpha but yet sensitive but yet adventurous yet a little bit grounded do you see what i mean all those all those yeah. things they all yeah they all look for it and <clears throat> yeah so it doesn't it, it i don't like when i walk into these places sure with with like um with like a stunning russian girl obviously every other guy's thinking I look a bit Italian, so probably like uh, a rich Italian twat, so-and-so. Um, so, yeah, I, I can tell. I can tell that that's what they're thinking, but that's their reality. You can't pay any attention to that. But what's great about Day Game is it cuts through all these social boundaries. You know, normally, to me, the sort of... I, I met this Czech girl who's a model recently, and to meet her, just as an example... <clears throat> and we went on an instant date and we had the most amazing time. She had the best eyes I've ever looked into. Like these big, amazingly like deep blue. You could just, they, they went on for eternity. You could just stare into them. And I, I just enjoyed that instant date so much. And I was just thinking, this is crazy. Like to meet her normally, I would have to be, I go, what sort of, like she goes to Milan to do fashion shows and stuff. And unless you're, some sort of Ferrari owning, you know, millionaire, you're not going to even come into contact with her. You know, so society has set up all these rules for us, obviously, and a, a normal guys then think, oh, well, I need that Ferrari to get into contact with that girl to hopefully have a shot with her. But, you know, when, when they do get the Ferrari and blah, blah, they find out they really don't have the social skills to get her. And all she cares about is a guy who gives her adventure. She's still a girl. She's still, like, material things are important, but they're just not instinctively important. You know, they're logically important. Instinctively, she'll go off with the poor guy who gives her an adventure and bang his brains out and then go off with the rich guy, perhaps logically, in the future when she needs to settle down. Um, yeah, totally. I was going to say a bit about, you know, when when it comes to serious relationships, do you think the same the same dynamic takes place, or you know, did the social the social elements? Because I mean, for instance, you know, I'm in Asia, um, so in, in some instances, especially in Japan, for instance, um, you know, a, a Japanese girl is is not going to settle down with a foreigner unless she's pretty open and outgoing, just because you know they got very so socially strict rules in that country, and it's you know a lot of this, this is not what's done, right? Um, do, so, do you think, you know, for, based on your experience, that, you know, for relationships, there's a certain stages of relationships that it starts to matter, or is it from the beginning, or does it take place at all? Well, I, I really don't think in the beginning, especially in terms of day game. This is why I love it so much. Mm -hmm. it, I trust day game so much, <laughs> because because it's just, the, it's so raw, right? I when the girl loves me and likes me for who I am mm. when I'm being a beautiful man right in front of her and I'm being this adventurous guy with with like lots of witty things to say and just has a fun vibe about him I can feel that I, and when she comes for a coffee with me I feel she's there not because of anything else but because of me I genuinely feel that now Sure, later on, it would be so nice to reveal things like, oh, I could just take you to Miami for two weeks and we could just have a bit of a laugh there. Sure, things like that are amazing, but I know that's not why she's with me. And that I think I can't imagine a better thing than day game because even the clubs in London, um, a lot of the guys that go into them, they have to buy a table. So it's that thing of getting access to these girls. And if a girl likes me because I'm in a certain club and a certain table, mm. I'm never really going to be that satisfied, to be honest. Um, it's not gratifying. But what's really gratifying is knowing she just loves you for who you are and everything else is a bonus. And sure, those bonuses do matter in the long run, I would say. You know, it is important. I've, I've never thought about it that way. Thank, thanks a lot, man, because that is a really, really interesting perspective and really valuable, you know. Um, you know, it's totally right. You know, when, when, when it's in day game and when you're just meeting her, and, um, by serendipity, 
Um, she's really yeah. just looking at you. She's not looking at all the other social constructs around her or anything else. No. That's why I love it so much. It's just so naked and raw, their mm -hmm. game. Um, and it's it's harsh as well as beautiful in terms of the fact that it, it's it, the decision is made within a minute or two on her part. And like you said, it's based purely on your energy as a man, you know. So your your approach uh, as shown on the day grand blueprint, it's 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 pretty understated in that you often just kind of tell the girl that she looks nice and you wanted to meet her or something like that. Have you found this works better than like saying she's cute, sexy, beautiful, or is it just simply more your style? Yeah, no, I, I think those words really become a little bit irrelevant. They're not as important as people, you know, uh, the, the amount of importance people attach to them. Because I think, um, like like we said, uh, like when a girl sees you, I, I re this is what I believe. This is how I visualized it. I think all throughout. Mm -hmm my you know doing day game is she sees this her emotions make up a hologram of you right mm -hmm. so when you enter her vibe when you jump in front of her say hey can i just tell you something and i think the words just become like bleh, bleh, bleh. Mm -hmm. and now she's she's basically just sees a hologram of your energy um and she's just the hologram is like being developed of your beautiful emotions and how much you just are in the moment and how much you're just loving life right now and she just gets sucked into that hologram she just can't like she's like wow okay i don't care what you're saying but this, this is great you know and and the reason i say very a very simple sentence is because i know it's not based around the sentence um i know she's not listening to what i'm saying so that's why i just go over and say hey i just saw you and i had to come over and say um, I just thought you looked really nice and really nice just provides a very easygoing sort of base, you know, and from there you can develop it from there. You could go. I love your style. I like this. I like that. Um, but it's all about how you say it, man. It's all about your delivery. It's all about how you feel inside much more than these little words here and there, you know, totally, totally. Thanks for all of this. Now, the last question I'm going, to, I'm going to give you is what we give everyone, which is basically what is the top three things you would tell someone who's just starting today? Um, he hasn't you know, studied anything or, or done anything yet. What are the top three things you would tell him to do to get started and get, to get good at this quickly? Okay, stop basically sitting at home and you know making these excuses about one more book or one more chapter or one more youtube video and it will make me a better man nothing makes you a better man than experience mm -hmm. all about life experience um so just go out there and experience things even if it is just something new and unexpected you want to do so say you you want to go to a script writing class or uh just like take up tennis just do something that is related to life experience. Th these are things all add to your life. Um, and in terms of day games, certainly, like as, as I mentioned before, just going up and even if you're crippled with anxiety, you can at least ask for directions. So yeah, I think a lot of guys have got this syndrome where they just sit at home and they just think, Oh yeah, yeah, just, I'm not ready yet. You know, I need another six months and this will happen and it won't you know you've just got to go out there and do it nothing beats experience so that's the first thing i think and secondly i think it's um maybe maybe like going back to that point like don't judge yourself too harshly mm -hmm. um so i would say the first hundred approaches i wouldn't even judge myself i wouldn't even think about how i did um, so I'm talking the first day you go out, you do 10, you don't even think about it. And then the next day you go out, you do 20, you don't even think about it. Because changes happen, changes happen, but incrementally, very incrementally. And if you let it, if you just enjoy it and appreciate what it is, after 100 approaches, you can then sit back and go, right, Okay, now I've got a sense of things, you know, that's when your judgments and judging yourself will actually make a bit of sense. And um, thirdly, I think it's so underrated. You have to enjoy it. You have to have fun. Right. You know, if you're not having fun, if you're not genuinely enjoying, don't do it out of a necessity. 
or out of you know having to you know get the girl's number and stuff like that that's never beautiful and it will never it will just give you a bad idea of of um interacting with girls where it's just if you could just keep in mind am i having fun is this fun for the girl are we having fun then you'll go a long way some great points there and a great way to finish the podcast man thanks thanks for being on the show today it's been great having you and i hope to catch up with you soon sometime man uh, cheers, mate. Thank you for inviting us on. Thank you. You can find out more about today's podcast and dating instructor on Dating Skills Review. Google Dating Skills Review or Dating Skills Podcast and you'll be there. For first timers on the podcast, Dating Skills Review is the largest database of dating advice on the planet. If it exists, we have it. Before you do anything else, read anything else, listen to anything else about dating, sex, or attraction, download our free manual, Fast Track, Seven Rules to Get Good with Women in Months, Not Years. You can download it right from the Dating Skills Review homepage. That's datingskillsreview.com. It will teach you the best-in-class learning strategy that the top dating instructors in the world have used to get good with women. Readers say it's flawless. If you like the podcast, please subscribe on iTunes and give us a five-star review. Those reviews help to increase our iTunes ranking and spread the word. Dating Skills Review wouldn't be what it is today without your feedback and support, so a big thanks there. This is Angel Donovan from Dating Skills Review. Get working on those skills hard this week because next week we're taking another step up to mastering your dating life. Dating Skills Podcast is brought to you by Dating Skills Review. Dating Skills Review is the Amazon.com of dating advice for men. If it exists, we have it. We help you find the best advice fast, so you can get good with women in months, not years. Learn more at www.datingskillsreview.com.